Hey everyone and welcome to Heading North. My name is Nick, also known as Grizzly Adams on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, as well as TikTok. And this week we're going to dive heavily into chasing waterfalls. But before I do so, there's a couple pieces of housekeeping that I want to touch base on. Uh, last week's episode was a recap on the North Shore with uh, Sarah Pohl from Free Air Life Co. And that was just kind of to get some content out for you guys, get some stuff up on the YouTube and other video spaces. But uh, this week and going forward, we're really going to start having some new episodes and a lot of cool stuff for all of you listeners to listen into. But that being said, I, I did just say that I was going to have some housekeeping. Uh, first and foremost, I welcome everyone to go over to the Heading North Podcast shop. Uh, that's headingnorthpodcast.com forward slash shop. And check out a lot of the merchandise that's on there. There's a lot of non-show specific stuff. Uh, my personal favorite is May the Forest Be With You. Uh, I will be doing a discount if you guys go over to the Instagram on that shirt as it is National Forest Week. So there will be about a, I think it's a 10% discount on that shirt and hat. Uh, that Other than that, though, uh, really trying to double down on Camp HMP. For those of you who are new listeners or any of the old listeners who aren't sure what Camp HMP is, it is Heading North Podcast and my personal project to help support uh, natural resources and groups that are also trying to help rebuild and support natural resources or natural areas. So there are two new campaigns on the shop. The first one is the Boundary Waters Canoeing Area uh, Fundraiser. So if you go on to the shop and you will see a shirt that says BWCA, that is uh, something that's going to be donating to the Boundary Waters Association. And what they do is, is they actually help preserve and rebuild and conserve the trails that are available to us in northern Minnesota in the Boundary Waters. If you don't know what the Boundary Waters are, they are a really cool open resource area. They're one of the largest and last remaining natural spaces in the country. And it's something that if you haven't had a chance to go, I would really recommend. If you do want to support them, uh, all proceeds for the BWCA shirts go to them. And then the other one is uh, something that's for the Superior Hiking Trail Association. Now, the Spear Hiking Trail is a 300-plus mile trail that starts in north-central Minnesota and goes all the way up to the Canadian border. Uh, it is an area that I have spent an ample amount of time hiking, and thousands of people, if not tens of thousands of people, hike every year. Uh, my personal favorite thing about this shirt is that it literally just says SHT. So uh, I'm not going to pronounce that because I want to keep my monetization on YouTube and all those fun things. But... Writings on the wall, and it, it goes to a great cause. So that one is also 100% uh, donation from the proceeds from those shirts that will go to the Boundary Waters Association. Now, other than that, there is uh, the I Tap That shirt, like I said before, the the um, May the Forest Be With You shirt. So a lot of really cool stuff to check out. I, I would really hope that you guys can do that. Now, also, if you go over to the social media, especially on Instagram, you'll see some videos that I posted today, which is Sunday the 17th. You guys will be seeing this on Wednesday. So you can always kind of cycle back through and check that out. But I had a really awesome opportunity to go out with Sarah Paul and Zenith Adventures and um, check out what it is they do and the excursions that they do. Now, we did a sunrise paddleboarding excursion. Yes, I know if you know me or check out any of the social media, I'm a huge fan of paddleboarding. But we got to go out. Uh, we had to be there at 4.30 in the morning. Uh, we got to go out until about 6.30 and really have a great time. They have an awesome fleet of paddleboards made by Paddle North. And um, it was a really cool opportunity to, one, get out at a time that I normally wouldn't paddle, get out onto the big lake, which is Lake Superior, and have uh, the expertise that were Sarah and the other guides that took us out. Now, Zenith also does a bunch of hiking excursions. 
So it's a really great opportunity if you do come to northern Minnesota, especially in the North Shore, to be able to check out some of these spaces and have someone that can show you around and, and show you the hikes so that you can really enjoy those. But like I said, this episode isn't necessarily about any of that stuff. It is about hunting for waterfalls. Now, living in northern Minnesota, I have found that I'm extremely lucky and I have, I'm going to say 20 plus waterfalls within an hour driving distance from where I'm at. Two hours north, if I go up to the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, drive through Wisconsin, I can also check out probably another 100 plus waterfalls there. And I've made it almost a passion and a hobby to go out and chase waterfalls. So there's some tips today that I would really like to go over with you guys so that you guys can know exactly how to find these waterfalls and know what to do in the experience that is chasing waterfalls. Now, waterfalls can really be enjoyed almost any time of year. Uh, if you go over any of the social media or watch any of the videos that I've posted on, on my personal YouTube, you'll realize that you can go in the wintertime and it makes for a really neat way to view waterfalls, especially with the ice that's cascading down as the water freezes as it's falling. But general consensus is, is that if you really want to see a waterfall when it is completely flowing and really gushing, there are some times that you would really want to get out to do that. I think it goes without saying that directly after the rainy season or during the rainy season of the area you're going to is going to be the best time to check out a waterfall. For us here in northern Minnesota and more of the northern hemisphere, the rainy season is going to be in that springtime just as you're coming out of winter into spring where you're getting a lot of rainfall and it's causing all of that rainfall to then flow down in the rivers and cause a lot more water to be going down through the waterfalls themselves. Now, that's not to say that if you were to go any other time of year, that waterfall won't be going, but or won't be rushing or flowing. But there are uh, there are possibilities during droughts or other times of year when there are other, other things that cause uh, low water content in the area that those waterfalls could be very minimally flowing, if at all. Now, it, in the situation where it's if at all, the waterfall is most likely a very small one, so might not necessarily be what you're looking for as a waterfall chaser. So I've found, especially in the springtime here, you can really get an opportunity to see the rivers and waterfalls flowing in a way that they won't flow any, any other time of year. When I had started exploring last year, I thought that I was in such a great time and that the waterfalls were flowing. But like I said, once I had gotten out earlier in the season and not later in the summer when I realized what type of waterfalls there were available to me, that it's, it's something completely different and it's something that is really worth seeing. When you are looking for waterfalls, you do want to make sure that you are aware of what those river conditions are. So when you are looking in spring, you need to realize that that river could be much wider or wash out areas or that waterfall could wash out areas that you would normally be able to hike to. So it is definitely something that you want to take a look at when you are planning your hike. As far as the best time of day to go check out a waterfall, I have found that just like in any other traveling or exploring, it's best to be an early bird. Get up nice and early and get out and get on the trail that it takes to get there. Because not all waterfalls are really gonna be accessible directly from a road or a quick path or quick walk to get to. And we'll kind of dive into that, but most waterfalls you're gonna have to hike to. And, and the hike is absolutely worth it, but you need to be prepared just like you would for any other hike to be able to experience these items. Now, when you go see waterfalls, especially ones that you're able to swim at, it does also add a level of physical exertion. So the one big thing that I would recommend outside of starting early and getting up early to go check out these spaces and go hike to waterfalls or go find a waterfall is to eat a big breakfast. 
just like I've talked about in almost any hiking episode, there's a lot of caloric outtake, excuse me, that comes from hiking and then possibly from swimming when you are at the waterfall. So you want to make sure you have a nice big breakfast. That way you have a good amount of calories and other nutrients to make sure that your body is prepared and able to do everything that you plan on doing on your excursion. Now, after that, again, you, you want to make sure that you're planning ahead and just like any other hike or anything like that. So what you pack and what you bring with you is going to be extremely important. Hydration is the number one thing that you need to look at, not only on a hike or on the trail, but in life in general. So you want to make sure that you have enough water with you. So I, I personally recommend drinking a quarter to a half a gallon of water either before or on your way to the hike and then having enough whether it's a Nalgene or another water bottle that you have available to get you through the area you're going. The best rule of thumb for this is a half a liter per hour of hiking. So let's say you have a two hour hike, you're going to need a liter of water to make sure that you can consume enough to uh, keep yourselves going. That, that's, so that's four cups of water, two cups of water per hour, just uh, in case we don't understand what liter is. Um, which is fair because at some points I probably won't even think about what a liter is. So that being said, you want to make sure you have enough water with you. I personally consume about a gallon to a gallon and a half of water a day, which is where I'm coming from when I say I like to have about a gallon before I get out onto the trail. Now, other than that, you also want to make sure you have food with you. If it takes about a half hour or even 45 minutes to get there, maybe just a snack or, or your large breakfast will sustain you for that hike. But if you are planning on spending some time out at the waterfall or you're on a trail that has multiple waterfalls to be found, it's going to be good to make sure you have some other snacks with you. I'm personally a fan of bringing things like Rip Van Waffles, uh, which are Stroop Waffles that you can bring with you. And it's especially good if you're planning on making coffee on the trail. Or you can do Kind Bars, Kashi Bars, or uh, natural Nature Valley Bars, or anything like that to make sure that you're able to sustain nutrients throughout the day and make sure that you're gaining uh, those calories that you're burning off while you're hiking or swimming near a waterfall. I know it's pretty awesome and pretty BA to be a solo hiker. I know I do a lot of solo hiking myself, but when it comes to waterfall uh, hunting and hiking to find waterfalls, especially if you have not had a lot of experience doing so, I would highly recommend having a partner or someone available with you to go hiking. Now, when you're on rivers or waterfalls, there are a lot of other dangers that come on the trail that are outside of the norm when you're just going down a normal trail or any other level of traverse that you're doing, in that the water itself can create hazards, as I was speaking about before, like washing out trails or even causing erosion that might actually make the trail a lot less safe. So having that partner or that buddy with you will make it so that you can keep yourself safe or if anything does happen, there is someone available to either assist or assess the situation and or call for help. Now, after that, when it comes to planning still, and as anyone who knows me, planning is all about well, all that I like to talk about, uh, you also want to plan to make sure that you have the right attire with you. Now, when it comes to hiking, I am a proponent of wearing what is comfortable and what you enjoy, but you do want to start taking into effect some things that you might need that are different than the normal trail. Quick dry material is going to be the, the biggest thing of that. Uh, you are going to a waterfall, depending on how heavy the flow is of that waterfall, you could get wet just by standing near it, let alone going under or in the water or anything like that. So having things that are quick dry are going to be extremely important to make sure that if you do get wet you can dry off quickly and it won't cause other hazards while you're out on the trail or out near that waterfall other than that i would recommend bringing some level of change and or uh you know some type of praline or um 
quick dry long sleeve shirt that way you can protect yourself from the sun rays or just keep yourself warm if the flow of that waterfall does make the area around you cooler now on top of those things you're going to need items very similar to any other hike or any outdoor experience like a first aid kit you also are most likely going to want to bring mosquito repellent where there is water uh, especially where there is standing water anywhere in the area you're definitely going to run into situations with mosquitoes you also might want to bring a water resistant backpack as i said before there's a lot of opportunities to get wet so it'd be good to be able to carry your gear in something that's going to uh, keep it dry sunscreen is an extremely important thing not just saying that because i'm bald but because we want to make sure that we're protecting our skin at all times and yes something like a uh, thin material long sleeve shirt can protect you in a hat it is still important to protect your skin and then you also might want to bring something along like a microfiber towel as i'm talking about packing all these things it might be essential to you to pack lightly and make sure that you aren't adding an exorbitant amount of weight to your body I hike generally uh, with through hiking or overnight hiking with a 25 pound bag. I would highly recommend not going over 30 pounds. I would highly honestly rec not recommend going over 25 pounds if you are doing a shorter hike. Now, if you are on the trail and it is a hot, sunny day, I would highly recommend also taking the time to get yourself into the shaded areas that you find along that trail, uh, just to make sure that you're not your body isn't overheating. Now, as a general rule of thumb when it comes to waterfalls, the harder the hike, uh, the more rewarding it's generally going to be. Most of the uh, phenomenal waterfalls I've found generally have a pretty challenging hike to get to, which is where all that preparation comes into play. And I would recommend doing your research on the hike or the area that the waterfall you're looking for is going to, you know, going to have. Uh, on top of that, one of the big things that I would recommend when it comes to getting started and finding waterfalls is Go online, research on blogs and different stuff like that. I can definitely sh uh, post in the show notes some information or some places that I've been able to find uh, some waterfalls and some conversations about waterfalls. But as a general rule of thumb, the things that you're seeing on social media or in the news, those waterfalls, a lot of times they're going to be a lot more underwhelming than you realize. One, there's going to be an exorbitant amount of people there because it is a popular location that has been talked about and notified across social media, especially Instagram. And two... Photo magic is absolutely a thing on the trail. Um, the right angle or the right lighting can cause something to look much more grandiose or much larger than it actually is. So it's definitely something to kind of keep in mind, and which is why I kind of recommend message boards or hiking apps to kind of find these things because you don't want to go for these big areas where a lot of people are going simply because they're, they're not always going to be the best option for you to find. Now, if you are going to an area that has a lot of traffic, my early concept might not necessarily be the best idea. If you go later in the afternoon, it's generally going to be a time when a lot of people are leaving those areas, going to dinner, or the park is getting ready to close. So it will give you an opportunity to experience that waterfall area in a way that won't have a lot of traffic around you and a lot of people around you, and really get you to be able to enjoy that in your own time and in your own space. So that's about all I have for tips this week. Again, the biggest ones that I want to reiterate is... If you can, go early, have a big breakfast, that way you're ready to go. Make sure you pack enough water and make sure you have the right attire and gear for your trip. And other than that, just remember, the harder the hike, the better the waterfall. But thank you so much, everyone, for listening into this week's episode. Again, my name's Nick. You can find me at Grizzly Adams on social media, or you can go to my link tree and search Disney Adams because I haven't had a chance to change that over. If you like what you heard this week on Heading North Podcast, make sure you go to HeadingNorthPodcast.com. Music in this episode is brought to you by Asylum Music and Media Works. And if you want to find out, 
And if you want to find Heading North Podcast on social media, just search Heading North Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, or Heading North Pod on Twitter. If you want to support what it is I do here and make sure that this show can grow and keep getting better, you can support us by becoming a Patreon by becoming a patron on patreon.com forward slash heading north podcast or you can head over to heading north podcast forward slash dot com forward slash sop and check out any of our show merch and you can not only support the show but you can also support some of the natural resources with the cape hmp projects that we have going on on the shop that we spoke about at the beginning to make sure that you can really you know give back to the natural resources and the community that uh, we are all in Other than that, guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode, and make sure you rate and review us on places like Apple Podcasts or Spotify. 